Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of FUVFC. A bit of a special one today. I'm going to dedicate this to entire entirely to the local MLS teams. We've got NYCFC well, and and can you let me do the intro first? One Christian? of them's local. Oh my god! Oh can come you, on! Can you please let me do the intro first before you guys start bickering? My goodness! But anyway. <laughs> We're going to talk about the two MLS teams. We've got the New York Red Bulls and the NYC and the NYCFC, NYCFC. Um, two the top two teams in the Eastern Conference last year. Either obviously neither team won their playoff game, disappointingly. But Sad. it's a new season. Both teams have played their first game, so we are a little late to the party on this whole MLS season extravaganza. But the season goes on for about seven years, yeah. so we've got more than enough time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got plenty of time. Um, MLS Cup. Uh, 20, uh, 2017 is probably going to be like be in like 2019. I think. I, basically, yeah. that's I what it's like going to feel like. 2016 was about five minutes ago. It yeah. really was. Yeah, it was week, ended. Week, 15, week 14 of the NFL season is like when the MLS Cup is. It's yeah. like it's, it's ridiculous. Insane. And it's yes. March. We haven't even had – we're at the combine. And week 14 <laughs> of the NFL is the MLS Cup. It's ridiculous. But anyway, because they've got so many different breaks and all that. But anyway, that's a discussion for another day. Christian Hoban, James, congratulations for being awarded the beat reporter spots for this season. Thank Christian, you. I know you're very excited. James, I know you're very excited as well, being a New York boy. New Jersey boy. That's what I meant. Just New like the Red Bulls. Oh, my Just God. Like Don't insult me. That's what I meant. Just I'm sorry. like the I, Red Bulls. The, the, the New York, What's so bad about New York's, that? New York's in my in New my York head. is blue. Oh, New Jersey is red. my God. Just this like is in I, hockey. I knew I – oh, my God. This is why I knew I shouldn't have brought you two onto the show – too many big personalities in the same room. I just can't. It, it's just gonna be. It's just gonna be a mess. Basically, is what it is. How many times over under am I gonna lean into the microphone when James is talking and just go wrong? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's hope wrong, it's you're let's, wrong, over you're under, news, under you're over news. under five. Let's this hope show. It, let's hope it's very little because we need as little Donald Trump references as possible. Not references, impressions. Oh my god. Anyway, let's, let's get on. let's just let's just get this started. James, we'll start with you since you've been so well behaved at the beginning of the show. Christian, oh, you're boy. punished. You're going second. James, tell me about a little bit about last season and this off season for your team. Well, this off season uh, was tumultuous for the Red Bulls. Dax McCarthy, the captain, shockingly traded to Chicago, and then, then there was Jesse March. Uh, his future was in jeopardy, but now it seems like they have it under control. We'll talk about their win over Atlanta the other day. It was a very good win. It I thought good, it was impressive. It is, it is a good win. Especially that's a, in that atmosphere. That's a hard place to go, opening their stadium, first game in franchise history. And they fall behind one nothing, which is huge for them to be able to come back. What was the final score? They, 2-1. They did win it 2-1. Okay, that's what I thought. But that's a big win for the Red Bulls. I'm very. I, if you would have asked me to pick a team, I would have said I would. I would have said NYCFC would have been more likely to get the win than the Red Bulls. Yeah. Well, let's. All right. I know Atlanta is an expansion franchise, but still playing at Bobby Dodd Stadium, fifty-five thousand fans there for the first time. Yeah. It's so hard to win. You can at most expansion franchises win their first game. Yeah. No, it, it no, it is true because they've got all that atmosphere. They've got. I remember Orlando City won their first game. Oh yeah, uh, that is a little bit unfair because NYCFC was also an expansion yes. franchise, so that's not really <laughs> like that doesn't really count. But let's speaking of NYCFC, Christian, you're out of the you're out of the doghouse. It's your turn. Oh, gee, thanks. Please tell me about the end of last season. A tremendously disappointing performance in the playoffs, just yes. like the Red Bulls. We didn't even touch upon that, but a very disappointing performance in the playoffs. Tell me about this off scene. It's it's been a little. It's been, little, it's, it's been, been up and down. It's been interesting, but the most interesting thing to me about 
uh, New York City's uh, offseason is that they've gotten younger. Um, Lampard retired. I know that's sad for everybody, um, but they've gotten younger all around. Um, they added Sean Johnson at keeper, which is interesting. The gymnast? Yes, the gymnast, <laughs> Sean Johnson. Yes, I mean she's a little short. Just but, a li- I was gonna say yeah. she's not. She would not be good at keeper. Yeah, Sean she'd Johnson. Good at, she'd be uh, good at like a messy style forward, yeah. but not a keeper. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. They they brought in Sean Johnson a keeper, and I think he'll be a, a big addition for them, big upgrade. Um, but interestingly, uh-huh. they filled um, Frank Lampard's designated player slot with a guy named Maxi Morales. He's a young Argentinian forward. Um, he came from Club Leon in Mexico. Okay. Um, and he'll be a good addition for them. He's going to slot right into the starting lineup, play a similar role that Lampard played, except he's. Not obviously not as skilled as Lampard, but he's younger and he's got more energy, and I think he'll be a good addition there. The only thing they're really missing in their starting eleven that they didn't fill that role for in the offseason is that box-to-box kind of midfielder because yeah. Pirlo can't really do that at his age, and Morales and uh, McNamara, Tommy McNamara, who's going to be in the starting lineup, play a little bit more forward in that 4-3-3 that Vieira runs. They don't really have that box-to-box um, so that's the only thing they really didn't get in the offseason. But their offseason otherwise, um, they sol- they solidified the back four. They got a couple of nice uh, guys to rotate in at center back, which is nice because they had some – their starters were great, but they had some depth issues last season. Um, they got some depth up front, um, a little bit of depth in the midfield. Um, so not a lot of big name, not a lot of splashy moves for NYCFC, but they got younger and they got deeper. And I think that's that's a very – that was a very overall good offseason for all the – tumultuousness and headlines it got i think overall was a very good offseason for nycfc give me a letter grade for it uh i give it a, i give it a solid b i mean it's it's tough whenever you lose lampard um to give it an a but i mean that was beyond the control of nycfc who's no reti- i who's retiring but i would i would give it a b b plus i mean they, they did get very good depth pieces and morales will be a very good addition to the starting lineup so i think a, a very good and sean johnson upgrades that keeper the keeper spot dramatically so yeah i think it's a very good offseason i agree with you 100 percent. i i think i don't think you can go above a b losing lampard i mean yeah. you saw what he, he did was to that so team. important you saw to that team. you saw what so he did important. he came into that team and completely changed yeah. that's the season it, it, last year yeah and even like in an individual game i was at the last game of the regular season they were playing uh the columbus crew and they went down one nothing columbus was terrible last season yeah nycfc they went down one nil to columbus and frank lampard was coming back from his injury came on in the 60th minute down one nil and uh, NYCFC won the game 4-1. Yeah, exactly. He just changed exactly. the team entirely whenever he was in there. So it's going to be a big loss, but I think once uh, Morales gets his feet under him, I think um, they'll be fine in the long run. James, give me a letter grade for the Red Bulls offseason. Uh, probably would be low. Uh, whenever you lose your captain, it would— it's, That was a bizarre move. It was. Why did they, why did they do that? I don't know. He seems he seems like such a beloved player within the fan base. He was. He was a great cat. I mean, Kleshian is just as popular as him, and he is still there, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, right? of okay. course. I mean, the yeah. Red Bulls, they're going to be fine. Uh, they've got Kleshian. They've got Wright Phillips. They both came up big on the road against Atlanta. Uh, I think they'll be fine, but it's going to be very interesting to see you know, how they adjust. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think losing your captain is never. Who has the captain's armband now? Oh, jeez. Um, let me let is me it, look. At is that. it question? Okay, you can probably you can look at that captain for NYCFC. Who is their captain? MLS MVP David. Villa. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. I yeah, forgot about that. The best that. player in the league. You forgot about him. I mean, Sebastian Giovinco is the best player in the league. Then and, why didn't you get uh, the MVP? Because you you should have known that firsthand after he first single handedly annihilated the NYCFC defense last year in the playoffs. 
Then why didn't he get the MVP? Oh, because the MVP, because <laughs> it was a mistake. All right, you have to act. Whatever. Okay, he's one of the he's one of the best players. I in the like David Villa. He's, I'm he's, not I'm not I, trying to hate I do, him. I do in agree any way. that I do agree that Juvenco is probably the best player in the league. But David Villa is probably second. I would say uh, I, you I, can make the argument that yeah. David Villa is more valuable to, to this team, team because I, David Villa loves this franchise. Yeah, he has taken to this. He's, he's, he's so taken that captain's role. He plays well. He's a great ambassador off the pitch, he's, which is ju- which is a huge part. Of being a part of of a soccer club that is so close knit with the community, right? And the the thing that I love about Villa is he's they, that four three three that Villa runs. He's got two wingers next to him, and they're so young. The wingers on his either side of him are so young: Jack Harrison, Kyrie Shelton, Sean Acoli, yeah. Rodney Wallace. Whoever he puts in there, these are really young raw talents, and he's taken them and he's made them so much better. He's helped them so much, especially Jack Harrison. And uh, Kyrie Shelton, I was really impressed with the two of them last season. And I expect big things from them. Just playing with David Villa gives you so much when you're such a young, talented player. And he's done so much for that squad, for the club, for the community. And it's just He's just a really impressive captain. And it's, I'm, I'm really glad he's slotted in so well because you get some of these guys who come to MLS and they think it's going to be easy. They exactly. kind of like lay off a bit, take their time, relax. David Villa is all about making NYCFC the best they can be, and Absolutely. it's it's really great to no, see. No, it's so great to see. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I, you, you know, go for it, James. By the way, Sacha Klestein is uh, the Red Bulls captain. Okay, good. <clears throat> That's good choice. And I personally think that David Villa, just by watching him last year, watching Chiefing, I personally thought, despite the goals, that he was the best player in the league last year. He just did so much, like Christian's saying, for that franchise. And every time you watch David Villa on the pitch at Yankee Stadium, you just could easily see that he is on a different level yeah. than yeah. all the other players. You, he you, was he was your he was world class in yeah, Europe. Your, he, won your the eyes, gold, he won the Golden Boot in twenty ten. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah, that's he, your eyes just drift to Villa whenever you're watching a, a match on the. He's just so impactful. He gave it's, up. He basically gave up a year of his career to be the ambassador and the captain of this yeah, team. And yeah, he's, and, and, and he's lived up to it. Yeah, and it's 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 impressive to, and it's great for MLS. Oh, have, absolutely! It's a it's a, incredible for MLS to have such. He's such a he was such a star in Europe. I mean, like you said, he went the Golden Boot in Golden Boot, and part of that fan, part of the 2011 that, Barcelona team, probably yeah. one of the greatest teams of the modern era. The, without that, a doubt, maybe those, the greatest team ever. Yeah, those, no, absolutely. Those great Spanish national teams. He was a part of. That. He was I part mean, of. I, I, as we said, team that won the World Cup, won the, the Euros, Euros yeah. twice. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's he's, he's, a, he's, he's a he's a world class player. Yeah, he's a world class player. And he he didn't wait until the very end of his career to come to MLS like yeah. a guy like Lampard or Pirlo did. And yeah. they they still had impacts on NYCFC, and it's still good for the MLS. But Via came. He's only like thirty three. I mean, he's I mean that's not young, but that's not over the hill. Completely done with his career. Old. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I think it's I think it's amazing for. NYCFC and MLS that the the things he's done yeah uh, at that club and I think he's going to continue to do them this season he has he's shown no signs of decline I misspoke he's thirty five but he was thirty three okay. when he came to NYCFC which that's not that old no it's not yeah. James well, give let's me a, not forget about Bradley Wright Phillips as well yeah I was just going to say James give me a player to watch this season would it be Wright Phillips or <clears> is it going to be somebody else well obviously Red Bulls have their stars you've got Wright Phillips you've got Sasha Kleshine but you've got it but. The players to watch, uh, Sean Davis and Tyler Adams for the Red Bulls, somebody has to fill that role that McCarthy is leaving behind, and those two are going to have to step up if the Red Bulls are going to keep up their performance this year. Also, some new guys, uh, Tyler Adams. He only played one match for the Red Bulls last year, but this could be a breakout year for him. And 
yeah, those are the guys. And the Red Bulls, look, I think they'll be fine. They've still got their guys. Still first in the conference last season. Mm-hmm. Disappointment in the playoffs, obviously. losing Again. in the, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, losing the first round. Someday the cup will come. It could it be this year, maybe, but oh, that's good. Oh, that's gonna make your full season prediction in just a couple minutes. G- uh, Christian, give me your player to watch this season. Uh, I actually have two, if that's all right. They're two new additions. Um, I'm cutting you off after one. Maxi Morales, uh, the young Argentine, he's very skillful and he'll he'll slot in with Lampard very well. I've got my button. I've got it on okay, the off. Okay, come button. on. This is a, this is a, this is another good one. <laughs> okay, another go good addition. Yanhel uh, Herrera, who's 19 years old, he came. He's on loan from Manchester City. He's the captain of the U-20 Venezuela national team. And I think he's got a chance, honestly, by the end of the season, if he plays to his potential, I think he's got a chance to unseat Pirlo from the starting lineup in that defensive midfield role. He's, Interesting. He's a great young player, and Pirlo is Pirlo, but he's old. Pirlo is Pirlo, <laughs> and his work rate is about zero. The, time, yeah, the times that I've and watched Pirlo this Pirlo year. Pirlo is twice as old as Yanhel Herrera. <laughs> <laughs> the times that I've watched Pirlo this year, it's looked like a wax figure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's once he's on the ball... He's great. he's great. He was he was Can't here. He came to the game when they played their US Open Cup game against the Cosmos. He was here. He was standing on a on the hallowed turf of uh Jack Coffee Field. Jack Coffee Field. Well, Jack Coffee Field back here. in he's the on the team. I mean, he, he, he didn't he didn't play in the game. He didn't Excuse even me. have to leave the borough because That's... New York is blue. Bronx oh is blue. My, oh my god. I thought you were going to say he lives in the Bronx. I'm just like, there's no way, no he, way lives he lives in the, in the Bronx. Bronx. <laughs> so I was just going to say there's no way he lives up here unless but he's NYCFC like NYCFC does. Yes, yes, they do. All right, boys. Before we get to season predictions, there was a bit, there was a, uh, there was, I guess, a, an anonymous player poll put out by ESPNFC. Oh boy, those are always fun. Those yeah. are always fun. ESPNFC are notoriously reliable soccer stores. And I've, I've, to be quite honest, a lot of people hate on them, but I think they're perfectly fine. I, yeah, think, they, I actually do think they're perfectly fine for analysis, but they put out some crazy transfer rumors. I mean, yes. well, <laughs> but, but then yes, again, they that's, put out everything from every tabloid in Britain. That's yeah. I was just going to say that's par for the course. That's what that's mostly the British <laughs> British the Brits fault. All right, whatever. For Continue. Being such ho- Continue. Such, so horrible. Continue. All these transfer I'm just I'm just sick of getting push, right I'm just sick of getting push notifications from ESPN about how Manchester United are gonna buy Harry Kane. I'm just <laughs> sick of it. I'm just sick of it. Continue. Okay, anyway, in this poll they said if you want if you if you could have one designated player, which is like obviously the non-salary capped player, right, yeah. basically, who would you want? And number one on the list, ab- uh, ahead of Ronaldo and Messi in their current state, is Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Because he's I don't so know, fun. I know, but maybe that's <laughs> because it's more realistic. Yes, like everybody, yeah, yes, everybody yeah. could just say like, "Oh, I want oh, Ronaldo yeah. or Messi," yeah. but they know that they're they never in their gonna lifetime happen. are going to come here. Right. Zlatan could come here in two to in maybe even like one to two years. Yeah. If. That would be huge if if United bail on him. Yeah, who? Where? What team would be a good fit for Zlatan? Los Angeles Football Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Or, Mi- or Miami. If you're if you're Zlatan, if you're Zlatan, you gotta be you gotta be a star. You gotta be front page front headlines all the time. So he's not going to a club like he's not going to even if they're good. He's not going to like Portland. He's not going to a, like Columbus. Oh, absolutely. He's got to go to a big city club and whether oh, absolutely. that's a high profile club. If that's Beckham's Miami expansion, which I think would be a very good fit. Um, LAFC, if he wants to go to Galaxy. I think he's going to go to the Houston Dynamo. No, they're oh, not big, they, they don't get enough headlines. I'm kidding. <laughs> the reason why it's L.A. is because... The city of Stars. That, and oh, because the, the failure, the, the immense failure of Chivas really 
puts a lot of pressure on it really does, yeah. LAFC to succeed. Absolutely. I think yeah. the reason why especially, Chivas— Especially them having gotten a second franchise before so many te- so many cities get a first. I know. Yeah. No, I was just going to say that Chivas obviously is such a failure, but the problem is the, the reason why NYCFC has worked so much is because the Red Bulls never really were able to get New York City. Yeah, they never broke into they New were York never, City. A, they never played in Manhattan. They never played in any of the five boroughs. They always played in Jersey, and they were kind of like— a, they never really identified with New York. They, right. The NYCFC filled a niche. Yes, it did. LAFC will not fill a niche. The no. LA Galaxy are just as are about as popular as an LA soccer team could be. Well, and I don't know how a second soccer team, unless they do the same exact thing and try to go after those Hispanic and Latino fans like yeah. Chivas did, but you saw how that worked no. out. But yeah, Chivas failed. I mean. Well, the StubHub Center is in Carson, and the new L.A. stadium is going to be right there in Los Angeles, right next to the L.A. Coliseum. So maybe that could play a factor. The new the new stadium is going to be in Inglewood, not next to the L.A. Coliseum. No, 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 it is. I just saw. I've, I'm pretty sure that I, that's football. Oh, yeah, the, the new the, L.A. FC football stadium. I thought they're going to play in the, yeah. in the new no, football stadium. No, no. My bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that two billion dollar monstrosity oh out in Inglewood. I had. I'm. This is just completely off topic. We're talking about this new stadium. I had no idea Stan Kroenke was on the Arsenal board until yesterday. <sighs> I had no idea he was on the Arsenal. board. That explains a lot. Wait, yeah, exactly. It really it really and the Arsenal fans. There was Arsenal. Arsenal fan TV is just fantastic. It's my favorite. I, that's oh, my favorite television. As program. a Spurs fan, oh my I, god, I you love must it. love it. I honestly have no problem with Arsenal. I just like. I just don't like them compared to obviously Chelsea yeah. and a lot of. The, I, I prefer them over just about any other team. In the league arsenal to be completely honest i, I love, like them because I love, arsenal I love, fans are my favorite because oh my God, they, yeah. they are my absolute favorite i remember like harry kane won the golden boot last year and like coming into this season they're like oh overrated two season wonder let's go <laughs> tap <laughs> in merchant penalty merchant he two, can't score two season wonder. <laughs> oh my goodness but anyway as He's i was turning into a three season wonder as i was saying the i forget which one it was they have two really really popular guys that they always get on the on the they get like a fan cam after the game with like their their post match the, the one guy with the long hair and all the piercings no that's my it's, favorite guy oh uh, no it's he's got short hair he's white he's got a ton of tattoos I mean, DT. I think his name is DT, and he says, Stan Kroenke is on our board. He's not even good at American football. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God, he's so right. Yes. Like, he's so, so he's so bad. He has no idea what he's doing, but he's so right because he said, like, oh, Kroenke doesn't care. They get fourth. Oh, he gets to mingle with all the, the Munich executives. He gets to mingle with all the Paris executives and Champions League games. I'm just like, oh, my God, he's so right. Like, yeah. that is what... That's where it starts from the top down in the Arsenal board. I know we're getting a bit off topic here in an MLS preview show, but my goodness, that what Stan a disaster Stan yesterday, needs by the to, way. Oh, my God, that's all the, a disaster. All the, all the teams that Stan Kroenke is involved in are, are a disaster. Stan the, Aval- the Colorado Avalanche were the worst team in the NHL. The Denver Nuggets. Uh, the Rams, the, Arsenal. Oh, the Rams, man. I, that, oh. that franchise is doomed for another five years. Same thing with the Chargers. They held on to Jeff Fisher forever. Whatever. Oh, my God. Whatever. Yeah, Let's get back into our MLS. Anyway. Instead we'll, of talking about Mr. 7 and 9, Jeff oh my, oh, my God, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Stan Kroenke, what a disaster that is. Arsenal, <laughs> what a disaster yesterday. You were, you were happy before the show. You oh. were talking about that. 10-2. Let's go with predictions here, boys. I know first place... For the Red Bulls last season, second place in the conference for NYCFC. Give me just give me your season. Give me a season prediction, and how you think? I guess how you think the season's going to go, James? Well, the playoffs, of course, are such a crapshoot. But in the regular season, I think the Red Bulls are going to be in the three to four range in the East. 
And in the playoffs, obviously you never know. They could make the conference finals. But is this a cup-winning team? I don't think so. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there, James. Give me so you're gonna go third or fourth, and maybe like a first, another first round exit. You think? Well, this second round after they play in the one game. In the, okay, in that one game, yeah. All right, Christian, go for it, man. I would honestly be surprised if NYCFC finished anywhere lower than second in the Eastern Conference. I think that top to bottom, the only team that could possibly be better than them in the Eastern Conference is Toronto. I don't think they are. I think I think NYCFC first in the Eastern Conference. I know. I know that might sound a little much, but I I would be surprised if they finished lower than second. They're just too complete from top to bottom, and they have too much firepower up front with David Villa and Jack Harrison. And I don't. Shelton. I didn't get. The, I don't get that vibe with this team. I don't know. Maybe you do a lot. You've done a lot more research in here, James. What do you think? I don't get the vibe that this could be a title-winning team this year. I I really do, and the reason why is because they have so much of that talent that they had last season, but what they did is, I mean, it's just another year. It's another year for Vieira as manager. It's another, it's, and they got so much younger in the off season and there's, and they isn't, maintain isn't that youth, talent level. Isn't youth not going to be good for this but, season though? But, but, but they have so much veteran leadership already and they got younger at, at key positions where okay, they were enough. too old and they've got the veteran leadership at the back. That back four is outstanding. Um, I know they got torn up by Giovinco, but anybody would get torn up by Giovinco. That's um, true. And they've got so much firepower up front with Villa and Shelton and Harrison and all these guys. I, I, I mean, the the playoffs, like James said, are a crapshoot, and so I can't say that they'll win the cup. But I think they've got as good a shot as anyone in the Eastern Conference to make a cup run. I, I think they're as talented as anyone in the Eastern Conference, and I think Vier's a great manager. He's got he's got a great system that all these guys bought into last year, and there's so many returning players that they buy into the system. They know the system. I think I think this is a team that can be very high in the Eastern Conference and make a very substantial run into the playoffs. James, what do you think of this? I got to agree with Christian. Interesting. Uh, I really think after last season that they got a taste and they could be primed uh, to go the way this year. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think, in my opinion, losing Lampard is such a huge loss. It, is, not, it because is a pretty big just loss. Look at, that team was dead in the water before the, he started getting one, going. One three that and team three was dead when, in the water when he was hurt at the start of the season. He was one three. And, they were one three and three, and like then he came back. Exactly, and, and they, they just took off they from took there. Off, yeah. I don't. I in my opinion, I'm not a, an MLS beat writer. I'm not a, a huge MLS guy, but I think, I think it's going to be another. I think it's going to be maybe a three for NYCFC this I, year. I think it's. I think that's. I think it's possible, but I think for them to not finish top two, it would have to. They would have to never really get going. I think if this team does get going, even if it takes them a little while, I mean, they lost 1-0 to Orlando, but they were at Orlando. Orlando's opening their new yeah, stadium. Exactly. I mean, that's that not entirely it surprising. That is what it is. Um, but I think if this team gets going, it's going to be hard to get them to fall once they get going. I think they're talented enough that if they can get it rolling, if Vieira can figure it out and get it rolling, I think that they're going to be tough to stop. Is it title or bust this season? I don't think it's title or bust per se. Um, because it's such a young squad and Vieira is such a young manager. Um, but I do think that it's uh, top three in the Eastern Conference or bust. I think it's a good a good performance in the playoffs is going to be – I think I think they're going to need a good performance in the playoffs. I don't think it's cup or bust, but I think it's a couple wins in the playoffs or bust. For I, I mean, I think it's Vi- fair. Vieira is going to get as long as he wants to stick around until – uh, Manchester City decides to bring him over as their new manager. As their but, new manager, yeah, um, really. Or Arsenal or whoever wants to hire him in England. But I think I think 
top two in the Eastern Conference Cup run possible. I think it's going to be a good season for NYCFC. Fair enough, Christian. Christian Hoban, NYCFC beat writer. James Corrigan, New York Red Bulls beat writer. Boys, congratulations again. We are off next week for spring break. Thanks for tuning in to our MLS podcast. We will see you in two weeks. Wait.